When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Terrio Media. When you talk about, you know, going from broke i mean i was broke broke like I, I was in debt i had no money i had to borrow the money to get involved in the business that i was involved in mm-hmm. and when you go from that to the next year making over 300 grand the next year making over 450 the next year making over 650 um that's a that's a huge life change and not just the monetary side of it but just everything that comes along with that Hello, I'm Matt Terrio at Epic Real Estate, and welcome to another episode of Thought Leader Thursday. So today I'm joined by the owner and operator of Motivation Kings and co-host of the Sales Wolves podcast and the Breadwinner podcast. And in the last three years, he's gone from unemployed to $650,000 a year by waging war on personal change. And since January of 2017, he has gone from zero to 49 million in weekly reach on social media, and he has begun to document, or as he began to document, His life is a a way to pay it forward and provide value with zero expectation of anything in return from his audience. And this year, his mission is to go even deeper into showing what it takes to perform at a high level day in and day out. So please help me welcome to the show, Mr. Tyler Harris. Tyler, welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. Man, I am uh, absolutely glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, Before we get into what's going on right now, I, I was wondering, you know, in the last three years, you went from the zero to this remarkable accomplishment. What was happening just before that? And what had you be unemployed? Had you had to start there? So I, you know, life happened. <laughs> life happened to <laughs> As me. As it does. Um, yeah, different things. I went through a, a bad divorce. I went through a bad termination from a job. And I think it was the culmination of those two things that really put me in a position where I had lost all confidence. I had lost... Um, the willingness to go all in again and have it taken away from me, which is what happened in my marriage and which was what happened in my uh, career at that time. And so it took me down this path of just playing the victim, quite frankly, Um, playing the victim um, and feeling content with having people feel sorry for me and going from sales job to sales job, never really buying in, never really putting 100% effort in and using that as my excuse to when it didn't work either being fired or quitting that, oh, well, it's a, of course it didn't work because I wasn't trying. If I had tried, then of course I would have crushed it, but, uh, but I, wasn't, I, didn't, I hadn't gone all in. And used that honestly for about a two and a half year period. It was a um, pretty bad place mentally, physically, just all together. Um, and then everything changed. Uh, met some mentors that came into my life uh, at that time. And, and like, like you said in the, in the awesome intro, uh, waging war, I love that phrase, waging war. And it was really 
waging all out war and really auditing the things that were coming in and completely changing the things uh, that were going out. And so it was a culmination of those mentors, that process of waging war on personal change. And then um, finally going all in on a, on, a, on a new business venture that culminated in the transformation of the last three years. Got it. Got it. Okay. So this, this new business venture, tell me um, what, ins- what is that all about and what inspired you to start there? So I sell life insurance and that's the, it's so funny. Um, I talk so much about social media these days and, and the common question people have is, well, what if I'm just, what if I just don't do stuff that's all that interesting? And, and that's always my response. Like I sell life insurance. Yeah. There's, there's nothing interesting about uh, selling life insurance, but we've built a system around selling life insurance with a very narrow niche uh, that we serve. That's enabled us to do an insane amount of volume. Um, so that's what, what that's enabled me to do was in that time period where I had lost confidence, I had lost that ability or, or willingness to go all in. It, it was a very highly, uh, transactional environment that they put me in, right. um, very instant gratification, sell a policy, get a commission, sell a policy, get a commission. That became an addictive process for me, uh, to where the average insurance agent in the United States that actually does it full time. So somewhere between 120, 150 policies uh, a year. Um, I've sold over 7,500 life insurance policies in the last three and a half years. And that's one-on-one face-to-face. I've sold 63 policies um, since yesterday morning. (laughs) Um, So we do a lot of volume, but it's just because we put in more work than the average insurance agency is is even willing to think of, uh, no less actually execute on. Right. Congratulations, because... I know if, if you want somebody not to talk to you, the quickest way to do that is to tell them that you sell insurance, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I know to, to go from zero to $650,000, that's a lot of policies and that's not small policies. So yeah. that, that speaks volumes of who you are and what you're up to and your commitment to, to your success. Tell me, I ran into you on, on Instagram and I don't even remember how we crossed paths, probably a hashtag search or something like that. Um, I liked, I liked your whole vibe. I liked what you were about. Uh, and it looks like you've created quite the presence <laughs> on social media. We're talking about your reach of, what was that? Uh, 49, million, 49 million people in a week. So that's pretty amazing. So with the brand that you've created online, you know, what benefits have you received from that effort? You know, I'm going to answer this a little bit different way. And it's a great question. Um, and I think it needs to be, addressed this way because there's so much in the in the media about social social media disconnecting everyone and that social media is evil and that people need to put their phones down and they need to they need to talk to each other but i can honestly say that over the last really it's been what 18 19 months um that social media has made me more connected to people than ever uh social media quite frankly and and through this daily vlog that i have has made me a better person And it really has been a process of self-awareness for me to be constantly, number one, filming myself, and number two, reviewing that footage, and number three, being able to analyze how I interact with others, Um, the smallest things even down to like facial expressions. I would notice in in a video of me across a room talking to someone. And I'm like, why, why do I look like I want to rip this guy's head off? Like, why do I look, why do I look furious when that was a pleasant conversation? Right. And so little things like that was such a, um, an education and self-awareness uh, for me. 
that it's it's just it's just made me into a better person. I, I have so much more compassion. I have so much more empathy uh, now, and just go deeper in all of my conversations because I don't do small talk anymore. A lot of that stemmed from this idea of always trying to create content. And that's kind of like this cliche, like, oh, we're creating content, we're creating content. But when you are actually trying to create valuable content that has some substance to it, there's no time for small talk. And that translated over into my actual life to where I don't, I don't do small talk with anyone anymore. Like I all, I had this idea and I heard it from a guy in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, where I live. It's not my idea. I've just kind of developed upon it. And that is that you can drown in three inches of water mm-hmm. and that that's where the majority of people live, but that's where the vast majority of social media lives. They live in that three inches of water. Nobody's willing to go deep. Nobody's willing to get vulnerable and be transparent. And I just decided and made that decision that I was going to go deep in every conversation that I had and every interaction that I had. Um, and the results have been, have been awesome, not just from a engagement and reach and and that kind of stuff. Because again, I haven't monetized anything on social media whatsoever up to this point. Um, But just my overall fulfillment in my life and the relationships that I have, um, it's just made me a better person all around. Right. It's helped you, helped you wage war on that personal change, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's created a skill set for yourself that's, uh, you know, transferred over into, to your insurance (laughs) business. Mm -hmm. Um, so what's in the future? Where do you, where do you see what's next for you inside of the social media environment? What's next for you? Do you plan on collapsing together? I mean, what do you see for your future based on what you've accomplished thus far? It's, it's a difficult question. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I only ask the tough questions. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's so funny. Um, you know, my life has, has gone through quite the transformation over the last four years. I mean, when you talk about, you know, going from, broke. I mean, I was broke, broke. Like I I was in debt. I had no money. I had to borrow the money to get involved in the business that I was involved in. Mm -hmm. When you go from that to the next year, making over 300 grand, the next year, making over 450, the next year, making over 650. um, That's a, that's a huge life change and not just the monetary side of it, but just everything that comes along with that. And so over the last, you know, six months or so, every time I'm asked that question, I've I've used this answer really as an excuse, but honestly, it's, it's my reality right now, which is, you know, what are you, what's the long-term play on this? You know, where do you want to be five years from now? Where do you want to be 10 years from now? And I, and I've always said that I don't want to really put a label on it Mm -hmm. because I, I know down inside that where I could be right now, I can't really fathom what that looks like. So for me to put a label on it now is kind of like playing small as though I'm now building now to that, which I can now understand, but I don't think I can truly understand now where this could end up going. Um, That's also a huge excuse just not to get specific with my goals. Um, (laughs) Politician. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but to be quite frankly, uh, quite frank with you, I I really don't know what it's going to turn into. I know Mm -hmm. that recently I've made a gigantic shift. And so I had this, um, thought process from the beginning. And it's not my thought process. It was just really playing out the blueprint that Gary Vaynerchuk has laid out so well of this disproportionate value and adding value and adding value and, you know, whoever can hold their breath the longest wins and, and really taking that to the extreme. And, and I knew that in social media for the person that's, you know, makes 50,000 to let's say 250,000, if they want to go out and they want to learn something or just be motivated, inspired, there's really two people online that they can go to. There's the multi multi-millionaire that has an infrastructure built around them like like the Gary Vee of the world. Um, 
that it's unrelatable or even just the lifestyle that at that time is unrelatable. And then there's the other person, which is the person that's faking like they're that. Mm-hmm. There was very few in between that were actually showing the process of how to get there. And so what I knew was, okay, over the last three and a half, four years, I've done something pretty unique, pretty interesting. And, and not there yet. So why don't I start documenting at a insanely high level now and take people on that journey with me as I level up and level up and level up. And the goal is to still be relatable because hopefully bringing people along with me. Right. But at the very least, having those people have seen the whole process, having seen the over 400 Facebook lives I did last year when I was on the road 238 nights, um, having seen all of that and that I would remain relatable, relatable always. And that was super important to me. But the transition that I've been through here recently is that this idea of not monetizing, I, I hired a coach for the first time ever. And this coach just kept asking me, um, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? All this stuff on social media, you've got a daily vlog, it's five days a week, you've got three different podcasts, you've got all these different pages, all this stuff, why are you doing this? And I kept saying legacy, 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 it's my legacy. Mm-hmm. I've got a daughter, it's, it's doing it for my daughter. And the fact that this conversation that we're having right now, it's documented forever, like how cool would that be for me to be able to sit down and, and watch right. videos of my dad when he was my age, that, that's, that's the legacy I'm gonna leave behind. But he kept on asking why, why? 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 And I'm literally about 11 hours into sitting down with this coach. He said, all right, I'm going to take a break. I'll come back in 20 minutes. Just kind of write down what you're feeling. So he came back after 20 minutes and I read the top of my page and the top of my page, it said, what kind of legacy am I really leaving if my daughter's going to have to watch these videos to hear the things that I should be telling her in person? Because the reality is I did spend 238 nights in a hotel last year. Uh, I'm, I'm gone three to four nights a week. Um, so what type of legacy am I really leaving? There's this idea of this legacy you leave for your family. That's kind of like when you're gone, but what legacy are you leaving in your family while you're still here? And so I've made a big transition, uh, in my life just over the past three months and getting way more focused at home, um, and really simplifying a lot of my life. And it's been a, it's, it's been a huge improvement just in satisfaction and just the joy that I have and happiness and fulfillment. Uh, I've spent more time with my wife and, and child in the last two months than I've spent in the last two years. And that's not really an exaggeration. It, it's probably way more than that. Um, and so I'm in a really good place uh, right now mentally um, and with my relationships. And now I'm trying to figure out a scenario that I can keep that at that level while also increasing my production, increasing my income, increasing my revenue streams, uh, that are coming through to enable me to live this lifestyle that I've now um, grown to appreciate so much over the short term. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what, so what that looks like, I don't know. Uh, I've got a book coming out um, that's called Sales Wolves based on our uh, podcast. Uh, I've got a project called the Self-Awareness Project coming out that's a, a profiling assessment tool that I found um, that's like taking every Strength Finders, Myers-Briggs, DISC, all that, putting it on steroids and putting nice. it in one place. The printout's like a 75-page autobiography that when you read it, it just absolutely blows your mind. Uh, I'm going to be releasing that soon. Um, releasing kind of a local-based uh, format called GVL Hustle, which is going to be a part of a local hustle brand where we're doing meetups in uh, local towns and creating a kind of a private Facebook group um, uh, ecosystem around that just to bring like-minded people like myself, like yourself, 
uh, together, but on a smaller scale, like in smaller size towns and cities, which is pretty easy for us to scale. So a lot of things like that that I'm using um, to hopefully start leveraging my time and start monetizing all this time, effort, energy, and quite frankly, money that I've spent on um, building this social media over the last 18, 19 months. Right. That's great. Yeah, when, when when all that's ready, let's come back on the show. Let's talk about it. Let's let's share it with everybody, uh, for sure. Yeah, that assessment thing sounds awesome. I, I always thought there's there's a good compilation of all the different approaches to where it can create some real magic and insight for people. Um, the question was, uh, uh, so you've built the, you've built a really large social media following. You've done it in a relatively short period of time. What do you think's the the two or three key things that you focused on that has resulted in that has produced these types of results? Sure. I think um, in the first year, like I said, I did over 400 Facebook lives. So I built my primary initial audience on Facebook um, just because I liked it better. Uh, I liked the fact that you could do live and it could stay there forever instead of Instagram, which at the time was 24 hours or now is 24 hours at the time was, was non-existent. Um, I just liked that. I liked being able to have that, what felt like a two-way conversation um, with multiple people there, even though those multiple people were like my friend from high school and mom at first, (laughs) and then just grew steadily over time. Um, You know, I look back, it was January of 2017 when I started this journey on social media. I look back and I think to myself, like, you know, what what made me hang in there um, when all of my friends, family, business partners, none of them understood um, a lot of them made fun of me. Just no one really got like, why is this guy doing this? Like what we're doing right now, all the time, all the time, spending probably six, seven hours a day on top of the 16, which doesn't even work out mathematically. Um, that I was spending selling 3000 life insurance policies a year, uh, doing all this stuff. And, and quite frankly, I don't know, uh, what, what kind of kept me in the game other than what had been just bored into me by listening to every single piece of content Gary Vee has put out and just understanding that this next three to five years was the largest land grab that will ever exist. So Facebook Live was huge. And then it was just building that content distribution strategy uh, from taking a you know hour long video, being able to break that into multiple posts, being able to break that into vlog content and podcast content and Instagram story content and really understanding the elements of that. I'm a creative person. And mm-hmm. so for me, that was the part that I actually enjoyed um, was getting to actually use some of my creativity and not just in there in, in insurance sales robotic um, mode. Uh, but I think you know, that's huge. One thing that I've, that I've noticed, and this will be a little bit more tactical uh, for people, everyone wants to tell you how Facebook video um, with ads and, and all that is the way to go. Um, I just completely disagree. Uh, everyone says Facebook video, Facebook video, you got to do video, 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 that that's the way to go to grow your presence. I just, I completely disagree. And, and I'll tell you why to me, when you're putting some ad spend behind a video, whether that video is a minute long or whether it's an hour long, someone's got to stop scrolling. They've got to click on it. They've got to spend however much time that you want them to spend on it. And what is a really a 10 second view when it comes to the analytics? I have no idea, right. but They've got to then close out of that video, remember to like it, remember to comment, remember to share, and all that takes so much freaking time. Mm-hmm. 
for me, when I completely transitioned out of putting ad spend behind videos, which I rarely do anymore, and put it all behind the specific posts, like a picture with a quote, whether it's a meme, but just something where they can instantly, as they're scrolling, they see it, they get it. They either like it or they don't like it, but there's that instant reaction of commenting, sharing, and liking that happens so much more than it does to me, at least with my content on videos. The key there is, and I don't know why, but most people just don't know this, is going back and inviting every single person that's liking those posts uh, to, to like your page. There's a certain maximum that you can reach every day on that. I don't know what it is. It's some weird, sometimes it's like 75 you can invite. The next day it's like 10. The next day you can't do it. Um, it's probably has to do with the number of outstanding invites. But once you hit 100,000 on Facebook, you lose the ability to do that anymore, which is a brutal, brutal awakening. Um, but I would always run ad spend on certain posts that I knew did well and would just use those as a farm to go back and always do the max invites every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what enabled me to grow that Facebook page to over a hundred thousand in the first, I think it was like 10 months, uh, on Facebook, uh, was just by that strategy. The way I would pick those posts to put ads been behind. And this is, yeah, I don't know if it's, you know, backed by actual data, but for me, it worked was the number of shares to the likes. I always wanted to be 50% or higher shares to likes. That was the ratio that I would look at. So I'd post something, check it a day later. If it had 200 likes and it had 125 shares, that's something that I'm going to start at, you know, 10 bucks a day and then increase until it falls below a certain performance that I'm looking for uh, and just roll with it. Uh, There's some that I've been rolling with for 14 months. I've been running ads uh, on the exact same post, but it runs at like, you know, seven cents a page like, which is crazy. Um, So I think it's just having a strategy all together and spending some time investing um, into knowing what you're actually doing. There's so many resources out there. Um, I think that people are are underutilizing. That's good, actionable, tactical advice we, we can end on. If uh, I, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind, people are inspired and they want to know more about you and they want if they wanted to learn more about you, if they just want to follow along and observe and watch yeah. you in your environment and, and you know watch you document your journey, where's the best places for them to go to to do that? If they go to tylerharrispage.com, it links up all the different social media. Everything on social media is Tyler Harris Page, but tylerharrispage.com uh, will get them plugged into all the different things, the daily vlog, the podcast, and then Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff, YouTube as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Tyler, it's been a pleasure. Let's stay in touch. Let's do this Absolutely. again. Uh, let's, let's talk about that book. Let's talk about that assessment <laughs> platform you have coming out. That sounds very exciting. And uh sure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. We'll do this again. Absolutely. Happy to. Okay. Thanks, bud. Take, take care. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. All righty. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. I'll see you next week for another episode of Thought Leader Thursday. To your success, God bless. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.